Hey everybody, this is Chris Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. Said it once, I'll say it again. Big thanks to all those of you who are supporting the show as patrons, helping Scooter to make it, helping us to continue to produce these Super Deluxe Special Edition episodes. It's always really nice to see when you guys tag me on Facebook or Twitter uh, and say that these are working for you. So thanks very much for that. I'm glad they're working. And uh, for tonight's show, I made another car traveling episode. I think we've done a Super Deluxe in a car before, but I just feel like cars are a really nice place to fall asleep (laughs) when you're not driving. so for tonight's show, I took an episode that we recently aired called Weather Vane, where Scooter talks to weather vanes in this kind of funny way, but he's also sort of tr- touring around throughout the episode, so I thought that was a good opportunity to make another sleepy music sort of road trip special edition episode. All right. Thanks again. I hope this helps you get some sleep. And good night. trending Twitter Tuesday episode, or we're going to give it a shot here and see what the trends are in the U.S. Uh, and uh, I was thinking about telling you this story I had heard years ago, uh, once upon a time, you know, oh, oh, the time, uh, once upon a time. Actually, it, wasn't, it was just one time, not that different than right now, when I was drinking a flat uh, cream soda. And I'd been traveling the dusty back roads of, uh, well, I'd been looking for the Misty Mountains and uh, Mountain Mamas, uh, which was like this, supposedly this great uh, restaurant, uh, or something. It was, I don't know, it was on some country road. So I guess, like, I'll give you a life tip right up front is, like, uh, don't uh, start, like, if you think you saw something on one of those food channels, on one of those food shows, you know, that, like, when you're lying around the house and you say, well, I'll do something in 15 minutes, let me just see, uh, I mean, I don't have linear cable, so I don't run into this problem as often as I used to, but you say, well, let me just see uh, what's on the old tube here. I guess they're not, there's no tubes anymore, but they still, they used to call the TVs the tube. And then there's those food travel shows, which are great. I mean, some of them are really good, and they're really, like, uh, for idle entertainment, or, like, passing the time or, you know, viewing it while time passes, uh, they can be really enjoyable. And not only that, they can add to your to-do list, uh, which, you know, is always, uh, I don't know if that's always a good thing, but I say, like, sometimes yeah, I watch those shows, and I say, one day, I'm going to eat at that place, uh, I'm going to go there, and usually, I think you usually should, like, if you're going to do that, usually do, like, write it down, do some research, plan it out. Uh, what happened to me was, uh, 
at work one day, and I had found I had some time on my hands, and uh, I had like a vague memory of this, uh, like this place I saw the cooking show. I wasn't sure exactly who it is. That might have been. I don't know if it, like, uh, usually everybody is a little bit different, but it was like a team of people, a two-person two, two team traveling uh, the highways and the byways. And I guess, like, like I, I didn't, like, I would have, like, uh, it was almost like I had some sort of CES blackout, uh, like a consumer electronics, uh, like, because uh, I thought I saw this on TV. I saw the two of them, and they ran, it was like, I think it was called Country Roads. Uh, and in the premiere episode, they were out on the country road, and they were going to this place, uh, Mount Mamas. And it was, it was like, you say, okay, what, what would I eat at Mount Mamas? Uh, biscuits, uh, dumplings, uh, you know, good stuff. I said, oh boy. And I said, I, I guess I didn't remember watching them eat anything, because then I was, I said, oh, maybe some strawberry shortcake, you know, food. I don't need to list the food here on the sleep podcast. Yeah, but clearly I was uh, smitten with the idea of eating at Mountain Mama's. And also, you know, I had a residual regret from never eating at a, uh, a TV a restaurant featured on a TV show before, like intentionally, like unintentionally, I think I have, where some place I've eaten has been at, like Dinosaur Barbecue, I think it's been featured on those shows, I've eaten there, uh, sorry, I can mix, I get mixed up there, uh, but like, I don't, like, uh, so I've lost track of what I was saying, I guess, like I was saying, I was dream- I dreamed about eating at Mountain Mamas, Mountain Mamas, oh, and then I had residual regret from not eating, like, uh, never eating at a show, so I woke up this one day, and so this is, I guess, I, I was going to put a life tip in there. I guess the life tip would be, um, don't eat it, uh, don't get up and leave to, to go on a, um, like a food tour, uh, on a hunch. There it is. It's the life tip number one for 2018. Uh, don't go on a food, food tour on a hunch, uh, or a vague, like, or a vague, I guess a hunch in a vague sense of, uh, regret, don't go on a food tour with a vague sense of regret, uh, and so I set forth and, you know, involved a lot of traveling, uh, but, you know, to, to get to somewhere where I thought, like, uh, I said, okay, this is a country road that'll take me home, or, you know, Mount Mamas, it take, take, takes you home, I think that was their, uh, their saying, and I said, okay, I gotta get to Mount Mamas, holy mackerel, I can't wait to, to, to uh, and he said, maybe I'll just stay, like, I said, maybe I could stay somewhere nearby and stretch it out. And I said, okay, so go space yourself, too. And he said, I cannot wait to get to Mountain Mamas. And uh, so I found myself uh, uh, eventually, because, well, here's another, maybe you could learn from my other mistakes. Like, I don't ask a lot of questions. I just, uh, a lot of times I just do stuff. And this is where being a loner it can be uh, strong and powerful and not great either. Like, like I say, the great, great world we live in uh, it lacks absolutes. Uh, and so, like, you know, of course, I always wish I lived in a world of absolutes. Uh, but uh, uh, let's see. So, um, where was I? Like, <laughs> absolutely nowhere, Scoots. Oh, thanks. There we go. So, uh like, I got to somewhere that I thought was full of country roads. 
you know, they'd go on to my second choice because they didn't go uh, to the Smoky Mountains because they said if I go to the Smoky Mountains, I just want to go to, to Hollywood, which I think is in the Smoky Mountains and then the Great Smoky Mountain uh, National Park. Uh, and of course, all the other sites I don't know about, but those are two things on my list as well. Uh, so I ended up in a second place uh, where it was Country Roads. Uh, it was similar, but that wasn't Smoky Mountains, because I said, well, then I won't go to Mountain Mountains, I'll just go straight to, to Hollywood, and then I'll, like, uh, you know, th I didn't want to distract myself. And so the downside of being a loner is when you randomly, on a whim, without really knowing where you're going, go somewhere, and then you don't ask uh, at the airport, at the car rental place, at the gas station, where you say, well, I'll find Mountain Mamas. Uh, I saw it on TV. I mean, they, they had a, a uh, what are those things called, a convertible, which I didn't have. I had a friggin', you know, like a Yugo or something. I mean, it wasn't, it was that cube car that all the rental places, you see, is this a, what kind of, what, why, why is this rental car so boxy? I mean, I guess the luggage is boxy. But they say, I don't know if I can, what color do you call, do you call this uh, burnt orange? Because uh, I can't really, I don't, I can't picture myself rolling up to Mountain Mamas in this thing. But I didn't see, even see that, I just saw that stuff in my head. I, like, of course, if we rent, I rent a car, that's another, I see no upgrade, no, I do not want to upgrade. No, I do not, like, no, no, just give me my, please give me my car. You know, a lot of times they say, okay, we'll just pick from this aisle. I say, no, 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 what do you think I was, what do you think I'm like, uh, I was born in the air with consumer protections. Like I say, what do you mean just pick any car in this row? Which row? Because, uh, and they say, well, you just get you, you, any of these cars in this row, just get in it and leave and then show And they say, well, but I rented a car, not any car. And they say, what's your game? Uh, and they say, you didn't really even rent from us, you rented on Hotwire. And I say, okay, well, touche, but uh, don't uh, don't try to upgrade me. And they say, just take it. They say, just take that one, the Globe or whatever the heck the car's called, the square one. And I say, okay, good, good. Cause, uh, and then I, so I set off, and so no one knew I was looking for Mountain Mamas. I didn't bother to ask, uh, but the plus side being a loner, is that I do enjoy getting lost, and I've talked about that on the podcast, but would you believe that? I make a sleep podcast where I'm lost half the time, and I enjoy it. But whether I'm lost on the uh, open roads or anywhere, like, so if I had someone along with me, especially if it was romantic or even like a, like a, like a new friendship, even a family friend or a long-term friend, I would feel an obligation, you know, to know where I was going and uh, have a plan, but since I'm by myself, I say, well, whatever, man, I feel like, uh, it's weird, that's strange, I never noticed, stopped to notice that, like, uh, when I'm lost, I have no anxiety, when I'm, like, uh, when I know where I'm going, oh boy, uh, is, that, is that, like, a paradox or irony or something? I don't know, maybe that'd be a piece of Wednesday wisdom if you hear this on a Wednesday. And that's the thing, like, uh, can you imagine if it was like, uh, like if I'd said to someone, I guess that would not be, that would be like the worst, this would be the worst first date, but uh, even like the first two, two years, you say, well, what, like, would you like to join me on a, a trip? Well, where are we going? Mountain Mamas. Uh, 
I always wanted to eat there. Where's Mount Mammoth? It's on a country road somewhere. Uh, like I said, winding with trees, winding one with some good views. A country road or a county road? I said, well, that's a good question. It may be on a county road, but uh, it may have been on a TV show. Is there a TV show called Country Roads and Country Country Breakfast? Because uh, it wasn't on that one, but uh, it might have been on one like that. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, it, like, was it in Doughboys? Uh, like, but, but, you know, because I would have remembered that. Uh, but I guess, like, if it, like, I guess, like, uh, I wonder if I could ever go on, like, to, to Dollywood with the Doughboys. Dollywood with the Doughboys. There's a pitch if anybody's listening. Uh, but I don't know if any of us have the budget for that. I wonder if Dolly listens to either Doughboys or Sleep with me. We could get, uh, maybe we could get booked there. But anyway, back to this, uh, like, so if I had a date, uh, it, like, uh, that would be weird, like, it would just be not fun, because I would say, anyone would say, well, do, what, what state is, uh, which country, where's this, uh, what else are we going to do? I said, we'll drive around, uh, you know, we'll find other stuff to do, like, uh, there's probably, you know, we'll look at some wagons, and, uh, we'll, you know, we'll do stuff in between eating at Mountain Mamas. I was thinking we'd go... You know, breakfast, uh, then dinner, then lunch, then, and then brunch maybe, or lunch. Uh, I don't know if they do brunch or lunch. Uh, I think maybe with a place like Mount Mamas, it's just better if we split it into three meals. Uh, but over two days, because I don't want to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. So we'll do stuff in between. I mean, we like uh, I can't go antiquing, but maybe you could go antiquing and I could make a podcast about antiques or something, or... You know, we could see if there's any theme parks. We could go hiking. Okay, so where? This, that doesn't sound actually too bad. Really, you'd like to date me? Life. Unfortunately, I'm a part of your brain. Oh, okay. Well, I. Oh, okay. Uh, do, well, why, where were you when I was running that car? Because I could have used to. I could have used a second person to kind of figure out that whole. I don't think that person was trying to upgrade us. Yeah, no, they weren't trying to upgrade us. They were trying to like. Uh, yeah, SCRE, like they're trying to, you know, uh, I don't think, I think they're just trying to help you find your car. Well, maybe next time they can help me find a car that's not burnt orange and, uh, like, uh, cubular. Because uh, I don't think, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter, it's just a rental car. I mean, I would have liked the, the, the one they had on the show, because it had, like, longhorns, like, uh, steer horns on it, and it was a convertible. Did you want to join me? Because uh, I don't think it's a good idea, though, because, uh, like you were just about to ask, I don't know where, the, I, I'm just going to go there. And so that's why it's better to be, like, I'm better off on my own. Because uh, then I say, even when I stopped in the 7-Eleven and I got some snacks, uh, I got a road soda, like an actual road soda. Like, uh, I didn't ask where um, uh, Mountain Mamas was. Uh, and I, I did, like, ask the country roads. Every time I started driving, I said, take me home. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they went around this bend. And then there was the valley. And I thought I had, like, the... Like, I know it was, like, in... They called it the Quad. It wasn't in the Quad Cities. Uh, but it was the Quad something else. And I was pretty sure I was close. Uh, so I just kept driving. And I was really, like... I, I don't know. I was in this... I was listening to podcasts. A lot of podcasts. 
uh, but eventually it got to the point uh, where I had to find somewhere to sleep, and, and luckily, like, uh, that's one of my other good, good, uh, yeah, things with the internet, I, I said, okay, let me pull over, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I had a cream soda, that, 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 that was a soda that I bought, uh, and I, I would not put the top back on it, so it was there in my car, uh, and bubbles were venting away, like uh, the carbon dioxide was leaving, and uh, so anyway, I, I went online and I, like I was looking at hotels and motels and checking the ratings and their distance, and I found a place to stay. And I pulled in there and I said, "Okay, Scoots, there's going to be a conversation, so maybe you should find about my mamas now." And they said, "Okay, you're right." So they were like, I signed in, checked in. And made sure I had access to the internet so I could do podcast work. And I said to myself, uh, uh, like, I was tired though. I said, good thing I didn't drink any Coke or Diet Coke because I needed a good rest. Uh, and they said, well, what are you in town for? And I said, I was going to eat at that, uh, one of that, that famous local place. Uh, and they said something like Billy Jeans or something. And they said, we see there's a place called Bill, like Billy Jean, uh, Billy Jean King, uh, Billy Jean the movie, Billy Jean played by uh, Helen Slater, uh, Billy Jean from MJ. And they were saying it as one word, though, like Billy Jeans. And I said, uh, they said, uh, no. And I said, uh, they said, is that where you're? And they said, no, no, it sounds great. So anyway, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to Mountain Mamas. Uh, and they gave me that look, they told me, uh, like, uh, and they said, Mountain Mamas, I haven't heard of that one. And then they called somebody out from the back. They said, you, 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 Mountain Mamas, you ever heard of a restaurant called Mountain Mamas? Uh, and they said, is that a roadhouse? And they said, if, if, uh, uh, possibly. They said, it's on a road, a country road, as a matter of fact. And they were very helpful. They said, hey, they said there might be one in Norway. And they said, like, uh, Norway, the Norway, whatever state states were near, or Norway, the country. And because they said, that would be interesting, eating in a place called Mountain Mamas in Norway, like, would have Norwegian food or uh, American, like, uh, comfort food. And end up with a town called Nor Norway. Or Nor like, I don't know, I, I was trying to have trouble hearing because in my ears, you know, my, like, uh, I was, like, asking so many questions. I felt on edge. And they kept asking for, they said, Mountain Mamas. And they started Googling it. And they said, uh, and then, like, uh, like ended up, they said, there's, like, uh, they said, Mountain Mamas doily shop. And I said, oh, boy, uh, no. But I said, well, can you print that out for me? And they said, well, it's like, uh, you know, it's like 850 miles away. I said, okay, well, you won't be going to Mountain Mama's Doily Shop uh, this trip. But they said, oh, no, yeah, we can't find it. They said, Is it, was it like one of those pop-up restaurants? They said, uh, no, I said, no, it seemed like they said they interviewed someone. Uh, and they said her name was not Mountain or Mama, but, you know, she had named it. And they said they had pictures on the walls. Uh, is a multi-generational uh, restaurant, uh, and they and they said was it on Top Chef? I said no, uh, no, I don't believe so. But 
Nice and more, it was on like, uh, and then we went, then this was like 45 minutes, I'm not kidding. They said, well, where'd you see it on? And they said, one of those shows. And we went through all of them. And I said, I, I only know like the names of it. I said, uh, I even get to host some mixed stuff. Uh, but we went through a bunch of shows, even ones I'd never heard of. Like, uh, I think there's like a show, like a, like a show with just desserts. And I said, like, uh, is there show, like, is there show, like, uh, driving uh, desserts with Miss Daisy, driving Miss Daisy to desserts? Uh, and they said, no, no, they, they said the name of it. Uh, and I said, I said, is there no show called Cooking on Cooking Country Roads? Uh, and they said, maybe on PBS. Uh, and I said, man, I said, there should be Country Road Cooking. And they said, no, but there's one like that. And they said, okay. And they said, they said, who's on it? And I said, people, some people are, a couple of people. And they said, like, all these names. They said, I don't know, I don't think so. And they said, this guy, and I said, not Guy, I said, not Guy Fieri, or the guy that, uh, like, a, the competitive dude, or the guy with shaved head, uh, or any of the other hosts. I, I said, I don't know. Uh, and I said, I think one of the Food Network hosts might listen to my podcast. They said, what's your podcast? Uh, they said, no, no. I said, a new one's going to be called Con- Cruising Country Cooks or something. And then they said, like, too many chefs. I said, no, I'm not that funny. Uh, no, that's definitely not me. That's somebody else that's more, you know. They said it would be like uh, cruising around the country with chefs. Uh, and they said, well, that's already a show like this. I said, oh, okay. And they said, would you have a kid version? And I said, what about this? Like, what if I drive around with a chef in the front and I have two kids in the back and they got to make food? And they said, well, they need seat belts. And I said, okay, what if we, we pretended we were driving but we were really on a flatbed truck? Uh, and they said that wouldn't... And they said, okay, what if it was just regular? And they said, it doesn't sound like a good idea. And they said, you're right. Uh, There shouldn't be any cooking, no cooking and driving. Uh, And so I said, so you're saying there's no restaurant in this area called Mountain Mama's? Uh, And they said, no. And I said, I probably should go to bed then. And so I headed to my room and uh, I took a bath because uh, I was like, uh, well, I thought about taking a bath. And then I said, uh, no. He uh, said I would need like a, like two different types of bath bombs, like a pre-bath bomb. He uh, said that's like 100%, 99.9% sterilization. And then like something, but, but uh, I did lie in the tub to do some thinking, fully clothed. Uh, put my feet up and I sighed and I said and I said take me home country roads and I actually fell asleep totally clear headed and sober in a bathtub uh, somewhere on country roads somewhere and uh, I had a dream and the only thing I remember from the dream was like uh, to, like uh, the uh, that these like I was driving with these chefs uh, and they were all like telling me that, like they were saying I said what are you cooking back there and each time it would change and they'd say toast uh, and they'd say in the back of a car I said well, it's probably the safest thing and I said as long as toaster's not uh, 
And then I turned back and I'd say, what are you cooking back there? It'd say toast. Uh, and I'd say, okay. And then at some point, like, I, I, and then it was, we were driving the car from the ma the show that I imagined, like a big honking uh, convertible, you know, steer horn on the front, white, like big white, like uh, not a Cadillac, but one of those cars you say, whoa, boy, that's a boat you're driving. And because it was a dream, like, I just kept saying, well, make the toast of it. Uh, and everybody would laugh hysterically, like I was a host of a show. And he said, maybe that's a, a show that would be, like, because avocado toast is so uh, popular. He said, is that trend, like, uh, breaking out of the West Coast yet? And, and uh, like, uh, he said, well, that could be a show. We could just schedule for six episodes. Uh, and they said, well, probably already be canceled make the toast of it. I say it could be more than avocado toast, though. And I say, whatever the best is. But then, like, uh, everybody was looking at me because it was still a dream. And I said, well, let's just make the toast of it. And everybody laughed. Uh, everybody was chanting, make the toast of it, make the toast of it, make the toast of it. And I woke up, uh, and, you know, and I, like, uh, got up, and it was, uh, it was morning. And I got, I got, I got cleaned up, and, uh, went back down, and this is one of these, uh, like, whatever you call it, it's in between a hotel and a motel, but they have, uh, they have a breakfast area that comes with your rate, uh, and it's not exactly, like, they have a waffle maker, a cereal, and a couple other things, and toast, so I had some toast, uh, and as I was buttering my toast, I said, make the toast of it, Scoots, make the toast of it. And then I made, like, also, like, a half apple juice, half orange juice, uh, with a splash of cranberry. And I was toasting my toast and my drink, uh, I also had about 55 coffees, uh, and I realized I shouldn't make, I had to check out of the hotel, but I was like, okay, I can't get on the road again until I, uh, the restroom once, uh, like, because I don't want to pee, have to pee when I'm out on the road, just, you know, TMI, but I just wanted to, and then I said, okay, well, let's just make the most of it, and instead of the toast of it, maybe that's what that dream was, uh, so I set out driving, I was really, really enjoying the country roads, uh, there's slow, like, it felt like the podcast, slow bands, uh, and, I, you know, it didn't feel the same as the day before because around every bend I was expecting Mountain Mama's restaurant and, uh, or, like, looking to see what was familiar. But I got to drive through some small towns, and I knew where I was leaving from the next day. So I was, like, going to make a big loop around the Quad States or whatever. And I was uh, pretty grateful. I said, well, I have nowhere to go and nowhere to be until I have my flight home the next day. Yeah, so I can just enjoy this drive, and actually there's like a, like a hiking path, and I got to go out, and I got to go for a hike, uh, and as I went through the hike, it said, uh, like, uh, there was a turn, uh, like, uh, the roads, the paths diverged, but the, the most traveled one said, uh, and I guess I didn't clearly read the sign, but some historical farm, and I said, wait, you could hike to a farm? How cool is that? Uh, so I hiked out to the farm, and uh, it took a little while, and it ended up there was this historical farm uh, out in the 
country, off, like even off a country road, and had all this history. I didn't pay attention to it. Did have uh, what was called reenactors, uh, and uh, that looked interesting. But what caught my eye as soon as I got there was this. Uh, it had a barn and it had a weather vane up top, uh, and it was a. Uh, it just caught my eye as soon as it came out of the woods. Uh, you know, I saw the farm, I saw the historical reenactors, and the other people like enjoying the day. And it was a weekend, so it was a good. Like, and they were doing these performances. There was butter churning. There was something to do with yarn, sheep shearing. I don't know if you monger cheese, but there was some sort of cheese making going on with the cheese monger. So I don't know if they were mongering cheese or that, like, a cheese monger was just talking about the cheese. Uh, there was, I mean, I think, the, like, this is, sounds funny, but they do cut cheese. I mean, that's a serious thing. But I said to myself, i got to make the toast to this whole thing. And uh, it was just this uh, weather vane up there, and it was a uh, weathered weather vane. Oh boy, was it weathered, and it was spinning in the wind. Uh, it was like a warm day with like updrafts. It wasn't too hot, but it had like this wind that was just keeping the weather vane going. And then maybe the pockets of air would change, and it would just stop, and then it would go in another direction. And I decided to play a little game with the weather vane, which I like to play with a lot of different things. And you can do this at home. Uh, you can do this on a wouldn't do it on the first 10 dates, but on the 11th date with your dates, uh, you can do it with your pets. Very fun with pets. Uh, children like this, and then weather vanes. This was my first attempt with the weather vane. This is my first actual attempt of uh, intimate connection with the weather vane, or any connection. I guess maybe I'm like jumping ahead of myself. Uh, but here's how you play the game uh, with a weather vane, where I'll tell you also examples of playing with a pet. Uh, is you ask it a question, and then you see what it does. Kind of like a magic eight ball, but you have to do a lot more inference. Uh, so you say, weather vane, uh, are you having a good day? And then it's spin one way or the other way, and you say, okay, like, uh, makes sense that you're not happy. Okay, I understand. Uh, so that, like, uh, so, so with a pet, if it, with a dog, one example would be, if a dog wags its tail, it's a yes. Uh, if it just stares at you, that would be a no, or need more information. And for a cat, I guess you have to, like, decide if they walk away, definitely a no. I mean, that's an answer in and of itself. Uh, we say, okay, weather rain seven, and a pretty good day. It was spinning really good, like a spin of joy. And they said, weathering, have you ever heard of uh, Mountain Mamas? Uh, which is kind of like a, I didn't realize it at the time it spun. And I said, oh, wait, that's really nonspecific. Because uh, the weathering's on top of a barn. Maybe it didn't know I meant apostrophe S, uh, like a possessive Mountain Mamas. And they said, Mountain Mamas could be anything. It could be like a doo-wop group. It could be a acapella group. It could be a rock group. Uh, it could be a performer, you know, sketch sketch group of performers. It could be, uh, they said, probably somebody with a washboard. And uh, somebody put a hole in the wash tub for bass, a stand-up bass. Uh, and they said, weather vane, did you think I meant Mountain Mama's uh, washboard, washboard uh, country-style band? Uh, weather vane didn't move. Okay, I said, okay. 
or in love. I had like a kiss to plant, a potted plant before, and uh, like had a semi. It was just a moment, I guess, and I was sharing a moment with this weather vane, but it was a lick deeper than that. Uh, and I said, weather vane, is that like, is that squeak a sign of a... Uh, because then I said, what, what, I don't know what metal fatigue is, but what if this weather vane, and then I started saying, calling it my weather vane, my sweet weather vane, swanee, even though the weather vane's not a, wasn't a swan, I don't believe. And I started thinking about this weather vane, and I said, what if that squeak is like is saying, hey, get up here. And I said, weather vane, did you ever hear the podcast where I joked about 10 and 1 oil? And I said, there's got to be some around here, even though this is like a semi-historical farm. And then it ended up, they were doing like uh, some big demonstration. I can't even remember, like the kind that everybody comes, I think like... Uh, there was a magician, there was some free something or other. So everybody was gathering on the uh, other side of the farm. And so I said to myself, well, Scoots, you haven't done anything this uh, ridiculous. Like, you, like, I don't know what state we're technically in, the quad state area. And he said, what is it? Is, or is it five? Well, I can always, I said, my car's all the way back uh, at the park, like, in the, I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, so I looked around, uh, eventually I found one of those cans of 8-in-1 uh, oil. It didn't have 10-in-1 oil, but it was 8-in-1 oil. And I put that in my pocket, and then, of course, I sat, uh, like, I didn't sit down, but I, like, squatted down to tie my shoes and ruined another pair of jeans with 8-in-1 oil. But I said, it's okay, like, uh... And I put it in my front pocket, uh, and then I found a, a ladder, uh, and you know, this isn't, a, this is like a purely imaginary, so if you're listening, don't do this, uh, but I lean the ladder up against, and uh, you know, this is another life, like it was not just on a, I don't know what a gable is, uh, and, but this was like one of those barns, uh, it had like a stone foundation that was probably four feet off the ground and barn doors on either side, more like a, like a, not where you'd have, like, a, I don't know, where you'd keep, like, hay and stuff, uh, and then a pitched roof, uh, and this was, like, a white whitewashed, uh, side, like, side walls, or whatever you call that, and gray, gray tile, or gray, like, roofing stuff, and then, uh, at the center, uh, the, the, uh, where the pinnacle of the roof in the exact center was like one of those uh, little houses that you put a weather vane on top, like where the air for where the air could flow out of the barn. And it had a little um, whatever those things are called vents on all four sides, uh, probably where owls would hang out if there wasn't a squeaky weather vane. And I did when I finally got up there. I said, "Did owls used to live up here?" But your squeak get on their nerves and the weather vane. And then I put my hand on the weather vane, and I found it was so much larger than I had expected. And so, like, even though I wasn't holding it, I could feel the solidity of this weather vane. I could feel its uh, thickness in my hands. Uh, and I ran my hand uh, across the wings of this weather vane, not in a way, like, in a way of appreciation, and again, of mesmerization, feeling 
uh, like uh, how the ridges of the of the feathers and holding the globe uh, in my hand and running, tracing my finger on the north, south, east, and west, uh, pressing my palm into the pointy parts. Uh, uh, spinning it around and then kind of getting an idea where the squeak is and then just greasing the heck out of this weather vane and and actually then realizing that it was just a little bit off pitch that it was somehow um, it, it was like uh, not pointing straight in the air it was pointing just a little bit off and then I pulled up and the weather vane came right off of its weather base uh, and I saw where there was just a little ridge, uh, like something had gotten caught, like some other rubber gasket that was only on one side, and I cleaned that off, and I, I re-greased it. Uh, and I said, I, oh, I think you're heavy enough uh, that you won't blow off. Uh, and then I said, maybe I need a cotter pin. And they said, I'll be right back. And I looked everywhere, uh, and... Uh, uh, eventually I designed my own cotter pin because the good thing about a farm is that uh, you know there's so much uh, like wire like material from fencing and stuff so eventually I found some uh, wire and devised my own cotter pin and so sent that through uh, my weather vane and I sat up there and I felt the weathering in the weather vane and I didn't just feel it physically I didn't just uh, see it with my eyes, I was present there for it, uh, and then I guess I, I decided that it was going to be a two-way thing, so I said, uh, yeah, you might, and I said, uh, I, mean, I was up here because I'm, like, looking, and then somebody started yelling, get off the roof, uh, and I just gave them a thumbs up, uh, and they said, I left my overalls at home, uh, which, uh, that one worked for that one time, because uh, I think it was just a person had a worker at the farm and I kind of felt the weather vane and I started to tell it like geez yeah so I have me here looking for a mountain mama's restaurant and the weather vane was such a good listener such a passive listener that I kept talking and, and uh, as I talked I realized uh, that it was just a dream like as you probably figured out uh and I like, told it, like, yeah, like, I just got out, I just headed right out here to find Mount, I said, I don't want to regret uh, never eating at Mountain Mama's restaurants. And the weather vane kind of, like, uh, just sat there silently. I mean, more or less, it made a swishing sound as it would spin. And as I spinned it, and uh, it almost felt like a child playing with a new toy. Uh, after the entire day has gone by and you're a little exhausted and uh, then you're just kind of spinning the wheels or uh, like looking at the uh, nooks and crannies of uh, I was doing it with this weather vane as it was I felt like it was listening to me and then I said, I said to myself uh, man this like uh, this feels good and then the weather vane, like, uh, showed me, the, it said, why don't you freaking go to Billy Jean's? Like, that's the famous restaurant around here. It's probably on more than one of these shows. Uh, why don't you just go there? And I said, that's brilliant. I will. And then I carved, like, uh, uh, Scoots Loves the Weather Vane on the, uh, like, just on one of the, um, 
uh, not on the weather vane itself, on one of the vents, uh, wooden vents, and uh, it just just like light enough that no, no one would notice. And then someone, right as I'm coming down the ladder, somebody was coming. I said, yeah, all checks out. Uh, your weather vane's fixed. Uh, I'll be invoicing you. And they said, what? And they held up my finger, just like like uh, somebody in the movies. And I said, and the weather vane was spinning. And they said, who are you? And then I said, I'm from Mountain Mama's uh, weather vane repair shop. Uh, we got called the squeaky weather vane. And the guy said, I don't remember calling anybody. And he said, have you ever heard of metal fatigue? And the, the, the person got, and I said, well, I said, it's a good thing whoever called me did. Uh, I said, because you got yourself up there. One of the most lovely weather vanes in the Quad State area. They said, I've traveled a lot of country roads uh, working for Mountain Mamas. Uh, and I've never seen, I, I, don't know, I don't even know what a tilt means, but that's a lovely weather vane you have. And it was a pleasure to uh, be able to, uh, you know, get it back in operation. And they said, wow, it's nice. It's real. And the wind had picked up. And I said, well, my work here is done. And they said, why don't you two put, it, put, put this ladder away? I'm going to be off. Uh, and I set off, and I hiked back to the car. And I got back in the car, and I drove back uh, towards the entrance to the farm, pulled over on the side of the road. And I had my uh, uh, air-warmed uh, flat cream soda, and I got out of my car. I got on the roof of my cube-like rental car and sat there and looked across the road, across the fields, uh, and uh, as the late day progressed, uh, sipped my weather, I mean, my, my uh, cream soda and watched the weather vane. And as the day changed, the weather changed a little bit. Uh, and it felt good on the inside. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, like, it's strange when you have a connection with, uh, in a non, uh, what do we call that, purchasing way. Uh, with an inanimate object, uh, or semi-animate in this case. Uh, but I did, uh, and I didn't even look for the metaphor in there. I just said, Jesus, this is like, uh, nice. And then I set off and I ate at, uh, believe it or not, I, I ate dinner and breakfast uh, at uh, Billy Jean's. And I, I like, uh, I'll let you see the TV shows to see what which Billy Jean it was. Uh, and both meals were delightful. And uh, I still dream of that weather vane and having a show, like uh, like a TV show. I'm not sure, I'm still not sure what it would be. Uh, uh, like, cause I'm not sure what like food genres start with W. Uh, but that's one of the talents of the time I spent with the weather, weather vane. Uh, good night.